Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about our jobs without worrying about losing them. So we will be using pseudonyms throughout this entire podcast. Teacher Needs a Drink podcast comes out every Wednesday and is sponsored by the fine fellows at Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or you have to ever do a school play or you know another friend who has to do a play or something like that in their school, send them to ludlamdramatics.com. There is jack shit for theater teachers in the educational stores, and Amazon barely has anything, but Ludlam Dramatics has all kinds of stuff that will hook you up and get you on the right path. I can't recommend them enough. They are amazing. Go to Ludlam Dramatics. I'd also like to recommend Legendary Pretzels. They are the best. Imagine these hard pretzels that have like caramel or Tootsie Rolls wrapped around them, and then they're dipped in chocolate and rolled around in other candies or cereal and you get them by the dozen and they're amazing. They even have gluten-free options. You need to check them out and treat yourself. Legendary pretzels. And right now if you use the code TEACHERS you get a special discount. And that's just for you guys. So use the code TEACHERS at legendarypretzels.com Alright my friends, I'd like to give a big shout out to all of our Patreon followers out there. Holy crap, there's a lot of stuff I gotta say at the beginning nowadays. For as little as 5 to $10 a month, you can become a patron of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast on Patreon. You get access to all kinds of extra bonus content, watch parties, you get to interact with the host, and we also have a big Facebook group now with all the people who want to be in where you can speak and actually meet up with other like-minded fans of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast, as well as many of the hosts who are active in the group. Alright, my friend, let me list off these patrons because they are hard-earned and I love every single one of them. Tisha C, Noel R, Teresa H, Laura D, Caitlin L, Marsha M, Wiaza, Christina B, Miss Alabama, Kristen B, Megan R, Hoovian, Ashley M, Jason F, Amber H, JJO, Jeff S, Abby B, and T, Sarah B, Regina B, Anna L, Josie S, Sam B, Lucy P, Mary E, Jamie B, Hope H, Aaron D, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Kate C, Mary C, Haley M, Rylan L, Catherine S, Perla C, Kelsey W, RJR, Cara T, Kristen C, Johanna H, Tony and Christina K, Irma A, Rebecca J, Melissa M, Casey B and Sarah N. Woo! All right, my friends, this is kind of a one-topic episode, but it's really important. We've got it going on it, and I feel it needs to be addressed. But I hope all of you out there are doing well and taking care of your summer. So take a drink, enjoy this episode, go for a walk, do the step bet, and enjoy episode number 88. Cheers. Your wiener has the allergies. He does. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I know I'm ignoring what he just said. I'm just all right. Well, welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. Welcome. Um, <laughs> I'm Elvis, your host, and joining us today, I have Miss Buddy O'Hare. Hey, Elvis. Hey, folks. And also joining us is Mr. Count Chocolate. Hey, Willy Wonka had it right. We all need our own chocolate factory. <laughs> and last but not least, Ms. Sparkles! Hey, y'all! Hey, guys. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here. I think officially now all of us are on summer. Last time I spoke to you, Count, you were still wrapping up school, or at least wrapping up, like, the very tail end of having to be in the building. You're done, though, like, right? 100%? So I'm done. The out of office voicemail has been set. The out of office uh, email has been set, but I still check it every day because 
habit and apparently like my job just really doesn't end it's kind of i I didn't know that but it kind of (laughs) sucks yeah once you move to those counselor admin jobs the summer period gets less and less and less you have to be on i've never seen such a short summer in my life it's like it's almost over already (laughs) oh that's sad no 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 it's it's not over until like i don't know my spirit starts to crack when i see like the school back to school displays in the grocery oh, stores at Target. yeah in july in early yeah, july that hurts yeah. that's when i start to get angry about things I'm like what the <laughs> fuck no you've got a month put that back put it back yeah well i'm glad you're doing all right bunny how are things with you how's your summer are you still in bliss or are you like starting to like be human again I'm I'm starting to be human again. I have done some adulting tasks around the house and starting to think in a forward direction as far as like needing to get some stuff done and you know starting to feel more like an actual functioning member of society again. What about you, Sparkles? What's going on with you? I'm doing a lot of sitting around my apartment, um, a lot of watching television. I keep get, get, getting called in for meetings with my admin because of some nonsense that happened at the end of the school year. Yeah. So I'm not really enjoying my summer. <laughs> because I keep having to go up to work and I'm like, guys, I don't want to put on long pants. Leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) Looking at potentially moving districts, moving cities. uh, We'll see what happens. Yeah. Are you still talking about that? I thought you were over that. Uh, Well, I was until I got called into the human resources office for tomorrow. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, looking, just looking around. All right, folks, this article we're doing today is from USA Today and was written by Alia Wong and Aaron Richards, and it came out literally today, June 14th. So this article says, Growing up in Arkansas, Jared Milton remembers learning only the basic facts of events with heavy racial dynamics, such as the Civil War and the Civil Rights Movement. It wasn't until George Floyd's murder in May 2020 that Middleton, a high school special ed teacher in Arkansas, began to scrutinize the history lessons that didn't include multiple perspectives or discussions of lasting implication. He wants his own son to get a more complete history of how the nation was founded. Recognizing that schools have long ignored the history of people of color, many teachers have endeavored to incorporate lessons on topics ranging from the Tulsa Race Massacre to the Chinese Exclusion Act. But conservatives across the country are alarmed and scared by how exactly teachers are adding nuanced discussions of race and racism in U.S. history classes. In Arkansas and more than a dozen other states, lawmakers have introduced or passed new laws to curtail or redirect the tone of those lessons. Now teachers, thankfully, are pushing back. That was added by me, of course. On Saturday, groups in more than 22 cities are organizing rallies and other events to protest legislative effects to restrict the scope of such conversations. Becky Pringle, president of the National Education Association, the country's largest teachers union, said the organization is weighing legal action against laws restricting how racism and history are taught and will defend any teachers who are brought up on charges, she said. The events this coming Saturday may include speeches or resemble a pop-up American history fair, Pringle said. The NEA, National Education Association, is supporting the effort. Our children deserve to be taught authentic, connective history, said Tamara Anderson, a member of Black Lives Matter at school and an organizer of Saturday's events in Philadelphia. Indigenous, Black, Latino, Asian, and other people of color make up the fabric of what is actually America. 
Pennsylvania Republican lawmakers have introduced a bill that would penalize schools that teach about the country's racist and sexist past. Similar battles are unfolding in other states. Florida State Board of Education on Thursday put together tougher guidelines on how public schools teach U.S. history. Critics chant, allow teachers to teach the truth during the meeting, which forced a recess. In Iowa, Kim Reynolds, a Republican, recently signed a law that will ban schools from making students feel discomfort, guilt, anguish, or other forms of psychological distress because of their race or sex, among other provisions. Michigan GOP leaders introduced legislation that would limit discussions of the lasting effect of race and racism in U.S. history. The bill would cut funding to schools where the curriculum included material from the 1619 Project, a series of stories published in 2019 by the New York Times. Bill sponsors and other conservatives claim more inclusive history education drifts from straight facts and into a radical model of race theory that unfairly makes white children feel bad about the legacy of their ancestors. I'm going to go ahead and just cut this off (laughs) because here's the thing. History is history. Whether it makes you feel shitty or not, it happened. And sometimes, you know, you might just need to know what happened. No one's going after these kids going, you know what, your grandfather, your great-grandfather, someone in your family did someone shitty. They're just saying, hey, this shit happened. Do better. And people are losing their fucking minds over it. I I need thoughts. I need counterpoints because I know you guys got things to say. Bunny, Count, Sparkle, someone, weigh in. I I would like to see a Venn diagram of the people who think that we should not be teaching we should not be teaching about the effects of systemic racism on our current world, current culture, because it's in the past. That circle with the circle of people who think that we shouldn't tear down Confederate monuments and take down Confederate flags because we have to learn from the past. I want to see that Venn diagram. Sparkles? Okay, y'all. So I was speaking of these Confederate statues and racism, right? I was on the Tic Tacs the other day. And that has become my like big summer activity. Mr. Sparkles and I really enjoy uh, being on the Tic Tacs. And this woman posted one that was like, well, I think black people should should be proud of the Confederate monument. And I almost. (laughs) I'm sorry. What? Yeah, no, she was something else. Uh, But I almost threw my phone across the room. But the problem with not teaching anything about racism is that is what literally uh, part of my wording whitewashes our history, right? The history of our country is completely about racism. Like westward expansion is all about how how colonists basically tried to destroy the Native American population of the United States. Any history of a southern state is incomplete if you don't talk about African-American slavery. Yes. Even to the point of we need to talk about the Northeast and the way that they treated Italian and Irish Catholic immigrants who are white, but were not white enough. Right. Mm -hmm. So our entire history as a nation is about discrimination and racism and deciding who are the haves and who are the have nots. And it's bullshit for the government to come in here and try to pretend like that's not the case. Well, I get the agenda. They're trying to make it sound like people are upset over nothing. And I think that's what they want to do. Like, oh, this never happened before. We don't know. There's nothing systemic. And the only way you can say that is if you don't teach people what happened before. And 
Mm-hmm. It's sick. And the thing is, you have to admit when things have gone bad and when shit has been wrong, there's no other way to fix things or to move forward if you don't accept that mistakes have been made and that there were big ass problems. You can't just ignore all this shit has happened. And it doesn't make you a bad person because your grandparents were racist or even if your parents were a racist. The thing is that you can decide as a person to do better and to educate your children. And we can't do that as a nation if we refuse to tell them that something bad happened. Germany teaches in depth, you know, the history of the Holocaust. They don't yeah. shy away, yeah. they don't shy away from it. They make sure that their that their students in Germany learn about the Holocaust in detail, not to make them feel ashamed, but to make but to make them realize how easy it is for people to go back to that. Like people were you know, comparing Trump to Hitler for a, wa- a long time because of the way he can rile up a crowd, right? They still and, do. And yes, and it's, he yeah. still maybe <laughs> is a little Hitler-esque. They don't shy away from it. And so I don't understand why conservatives in particular in the U.S. think that pretending racism doesn't exist, never existed, doesn't still have an impact on our world, why they think that that is the, the way to go. Like, like, like we can't just keep pretending that racism isn't a thing just because we elected Barack Obama one time. Well, two times. This is bad. Count, what are your thoughts? You said, or at least from that article, they don't want to bring up anything that will unfairly make white children feel bad. Now, they didn't say white children, but you know that's what they mean. They're like, we don't right. want anyone to feel bad because of their color of their skin. Yeah, you you don't want the white kids to feel embarrassed or shamed because, you know, that's what built the White House with slavery. And the Washington right, Department. exactly. I was going to say, like, there's so much of the South that was built on the backs of people of color. And to not acknowledge it or to take like a Kanye West approach and what was it like 2016 or 2018 Kanye West who talked about like slavery was an option. Like, okay, crazy Kanye didn't really like that didn't gel too well, but I mean, how do we not acknowledge the uh, blatant, like how grotesque and disgusting our history is of this country? Like we have to acknowledge it in order to number one, understand like how vile it was Number mm-hmm. two, it actually provides the entire context of uh, race massacres. I don't know, 1921 Tulsa or Rosewood or any of these places where, like, there were these pockets of thriving communities of people of color that people felt insecure about and said, hey, let's burn this all down and then force them off somewhere else. It is just, it, it's it's foolish to, like, not understand it. I find it interesting that you still find some that, like, feel like their patriotism is founded in uh, the Boston Harbor and throwing tea. Like, that's what we were doing. We are rebelling against the system, but we've been really good after that. Like, we wanted our freedom, or we decided to come here and do this, and we didn't really, like, force slavery upon people. People willingly came and decided to work for nothing and be treated <laughs> horribly and abused and, and ravaged an entire people group. It's just, it's foul. But, I mean, I feel like once you acknowledge it, as you said— you actually make an effort to move forward. Um, but you can't just blatantly disregard and not teach it because then you have people talking about the civil war wasn't about slavery. The civil war was simply about, I don't know, we wanted a different kind of flag. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's foolishness. It's crazy. There's so much history rooted in it. And there's so much like it's, it's our nation's history and it's foul and it's really fucked up. And you know what? That's who we are. 
It is who we are. And I think the problem goes to what you said. And the only way to heal or to make things better is to acknowledge the past. But mm-hmm. that means change. And a lot of these people don't want change. They don't exactly. want white kids and people of color mixing in schools. They don't want their kids to be integrated with this. They don't want these people living on their part of town or being someone in a position of power or having women have power. Or they don't want AOC in Congress because, my God, a woman of color who speaks her mind freely and is modern, God damn, that's just wrong. They don't want change, and so they don't really want healing. They want things to be like it was back when they were kids, where they could call people whatever they want, and it was just a joke, so it was okay. And I think that's the sick part is that this has a mouthpiece. They don't want the world to progress. They want to stop it and go backwards. Bunny? A, the good old days that they want to go back to were not good for everybody, and that's kind of the point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The good old days for middle-class white America were not so good for our neighbors of color. B, I would like to put my own people on blast for a second. White people, suck it up. Honest to God, like growth isn't supposed to be comfortable. You don't build muscle by lifting the smallest weights and only sticking to those all the time. Like the only way we grow is by making ourselves uncomfortable and If we are not willing to look at our past and go, yeah, we kind of fucked up and do something about it, then how are we going to, we're not going to grow. We're just not. And we're going to keep being stuck in this situation and having our own fights. And like, I remember doing the genealogy project in high school and realizing that like, based on geography, my ancestors were probably on the wrong side of the civil war. That was an uncomfortable moment, but it's something that I needed to know. Like, I can't keep pretending that, oh, well, my family, because no, like it was normal people. It was people like my people that had a hand in this. So it needs to be people like my people that get involved in fucking fixing it. No, I I agree. My family or my dad's side of the family was all from the South and Waycross, Georgia. And that's where they were during the Civil War. And that wasn't exactly, you know, the the really cultural area of the world in South, South Georgia, a couple miles across the Florida line. And Mm -hmm. yeah, when grandparents died, we went through the closet and we found robes and we all went, what the fuck? Let's burn these. And we got rid of them and we cringed really fucking hard and we made a point to do better. We don't lie about like, oh yeah, grandfather loved black people. No, he didn't. He was a sick fuck. There were things that were wrong with him. (laughs) But that doesn't mean I'm sick. And it means I can have different views And I'll be okay with that. I don't feel uncomfortable. Like, I don't, yeah. It's just called moving on and healing and doing better as a culture and as a people. And as teachers, we can do better. And I think the big takeaway from this is, teachers, this is really the time to make your voices heard. If you feel this is a problem, if you feel that we shouldn't be allowed to teach different topics because they make Congress people feel uncomfortable, or if they make people in MAGA hats feel uncomfortable... Yeah, this is the time to speak up and make your voice heard. I don't know where these protests are, but it sounds like you can go to a lot of the teacher union websites and they will tell you exactly where to go to help out this Saturday. My final thought is, so we posted today on our uh, on our Instagram, uh, you know, I saw Goody Proctor teaching critical race theory. I and I just want I, I just want everyone to know. I am Goody Proctor, and no. <laughs> I'm still going to be teaching it. So, Mr. Government Man, going to have to come for me because uh, we're still going to talk about race as it applies in my subject area, and that's 
just the way it is. Like our kids live this every day and we can't pretend like they don't like we don't. So sorry, uh, sorry, governors and Congress people. What I'd like to believe is a lot of these hate bills and things that have been posted, everything from anti-abortion to the LGBT. If you know a kid who's going to be trans, you need to report them or else your job will be in or all of this. I'm really hoping that these are the death throes of a dying breed. I mean, I racism too, is not going to be gone in 20 years. I know that. But I think we as a culture have come a long way as far as accepting, acknowledging, yeah, this is shitty. Don't be this way. And I think we just got to keep at it because it can go. We are the only ones who can make change and we're the only ones who can teach change. And if you see a kid saying something shitty, nip it in the bud. You don't have to hate mm-hmm. them. You don't have to beat them. Say, no, that's not right. That's wrong. We don't make jokes about that. And All kinds of Yeah, you call it out. Things that used to be okay. Think of how much of the humor in the 1980s and 70s were how much my wife sucks and how much I hate this person who I'm supposed to love and treasure. That shit's not okay anymore. That's not really, I think, and I've saw like millennials have kind of changed it. And this is where we can keep making change. And these are the big things we need to make sure get stamped out or we make our voices heard. And you really don't want to be on the wrong side of history for this. Do you really want to be that guy who is like holding up a sign when the first black students going into integrated school in Alabama? You don't want to be in that picture. You don't want to be that asshole because everyone looks back like, oh, shit. Yeah. You don't want that to be your grandfather or you don't want your grandkids to think that about you. So bring a little love in your heart. Preach some acceptance. Meet everyone. There's assholes in every color, but there's also a lot of really amazing people in every color. And it's just don't be a dick. Hey, guys, guess what? What? We have a Patreon! Yes! Yeah, baby! We have a Patreon, and for as little as five or ten dollars a month, you can be part of the Teacher Needs a Drink Patreon exclusive amazing group because you get access to all kinds of bonus episodes, lots and lots of extra features. We have events almost every month, like movie watch parties and hangouts, and we also now have a brand new Facebook group that you can only be part of if you're part of the Patreon, where you can actually meet and talk with other like minded teachers who generally are on the same page as you i mean it is awesome <laughs> so you should really sign up and do it it's also it's a great way to support us and let us know you love us and honestly if you can't do the patreon write a review go to apple or wherever you listen to podcasts click that big old five star 30 star whatever the good one is and just say we love it they're amazing we don't care what elvis calls his t-shirts we love your point of view <laughs> and it would be great so that's all sign up do it now Woo-hoo! So, ladies and gentlemen, would you rather be unable to eat sugar ever or walk around with a paper bag over your head forever? Which one would you choose, paper bag or never eating any kind of sugar ever again? Paper bag. I think I'd go sugar. Yeah, paper bag. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I like my sweets. I do. I like savory stuff more, but... Paper bag on your head? Miss Sparkles is a sugar fiend, so uh, (laughs) we are going with paper bag. (laughs) Count, what about you? Paper bag or sugar? Man, I love sugar, but I feel like the world should be blessed to see my face. There you go. That is true. I'm I'm taking the Kim Kardashian route and be a little self-centered and say, 
No sugar, because you guys should see me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with the count, 100%. And I don't want to wear fucking bags. What about you, Miss Bunny? I don't know. At this point, I kind of feel like after teaching in a mask all school year, I kind of got used to it. So <laughs> I'll go paper bag and give me my damn donuts. Oh, oh man, no donuts. Okay, yeah. so there's like one of those gourmet donut places close to my house. And I have avoided it for years because it's like an extra half mile away. And there's like a donut place like on every corner. So I always just go to the cheapo donuts. But this place has like the deluxe, like fancy, every kind. Ooh. They have this chocolate cake peanut butter donut where it Ooh. tastes just like this big Reese's you put in your mouth. They have oh, a strawberry shortcake. It, it is so amazing. They have like their maple bacon one. It's just like I'll go with the kids and like I'm not hungry, but then I'll drop like twenty six bucks and have like thirty donuts of all these fancy. Co- it's amazing. Yeah. Don't take the kids. Take count, dude. <laughs> come on, you just got to get there early because all the good shit's cleared out. Because those soccer moms, they know what they like. Oh and yeah, they'll camp out quick. to get the good donuts. <laughs> Folks, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs Drink Podcast. I'd like to thank my hosts who are out there. Ms. Bunny O'Hare, it was great having you here. It was a pleasure, as always. And Ms. Sparkles, I'm glad you were able to join us today. Same here. And Count, it was wonderful hearing your opinions. Y'all know I'm here for one reason, and that's to squeeze some chocolate on the ice cream sundae you call life. <laughs> Blessed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, take care of yourselves. Enjoy your summer. And if you do get a chance... Step up and speak your mind about the race theory thing, because this is bullshit. And you don't have to go out and protest, but it's a pretty easy thing to make your voice heard about. Let people know that this is just bullshit. Kids need to know their history. We need to know our history. So be out there. Do what's right. Take deep breaths, deep drinks, friends. Cheers. Woo! Cheers. Woo! Yeah. Don't be a dick. All right, my friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast comes out every Wednesday and is sponsored by the fine folks at Ludlam Dramatics, the providers of amazing educational theater materials, as well as the amazing legendary pretzels. Yes, if you need a candy-coated pretzel amazing treat, it, it's it's the way to go. Go to Legendary Pretzels. Treat yourself. It's worth it. They're amazing. I think my hosts who are with me today, Miss Sparkles, Miss Bunny O'Hare, and Mr. Count Chocolate. I couldn't do without them. I'll thank Priscilla, who's by my side while I do all of this. Last but not least, if you have something you'd like to share with Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast, you can send us a message through the contact page of our website, teacherneedsdrinkpodcast.com, or you can also go to sign up for Patreon and become one of our followers on Patreon. And for as little as 5 or $10 a month, you get lots of access to extra content, bonus episodes. There is lots and lots and lots of stuff to do, as well as access to the Facebook groups you can meet with other like-minded teachers all right my friends take care of yourselves be healthy enjoy your summer deep breaths deep drinks all that cheers yes don't be a dick (laughs) don't be a dick all right